You are wonderful. You are glorious. I worship you. I adore you. I surrender to you. Say God Almighty. You are God of Abraham. I worship you. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. Say Lord Jesus Christ. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Say, Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Purify me. Say, wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I love you so much. I love you so much. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. You are divine revelations. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that with two or three, there I am in their midst. Not that also tonight Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. A few days ago, I had a message to say congratulations to America for the new president. But I did not want to say it because once I say it, I don't know, even though the process was going on, I knew you are helping on the manipulating of things. And many of my brothers were praying otherwise. Then that's why I could not say it. But uh, anyway, it is now a reality. Congratulations to America for the new president. Hallelujah. During prayer, God gave me a word again for COVID-19. It's not just a word. It was something to do in the spirit. Uh, to break COVID-19, to break the regulation of COVID-19. Because in many countries, there are so many regulations that are not normal regulations. These are regulations of uh, COVID-19. But many of these things, uh, okay, don't know, but I want to say it, it is going to be, it is for our 2020. Uh, not 2020. 2021. This is for our 2021. Many things, don't worry about this COVID-19 things and the uh, effect of it in 2021. Most of them, they will be. I'm not saying that the sickness might not be here, there, and there. It might be here and there. But the effect thereof, the regulations, most of them, they will be gone. Amen. I saw it in this, when I was praying now, God helped, 
I've never seen ever. Remember when COVID-19 started, I wanted it. Amen. When it started, I wanted it. There were some stuff that I wanted to be achieved by COVID-19. Most of them we have achieved. Then we don't want it. It was our servant. I don't know what I'm talking to somebody. Most of the things, when COVID-19 started, when it was happening, lockdowns and stuff like that, we wanted those things. Some of us wanted to stay at home until we were tired of sitting at home. Some of us wanted the payment holidays, in which we got the payment holidays, these payment holidays, that. Some of them wanted lots of discount. We got the lots of discount. That's what I'm trying to say to you. We wanted COVID-19. We wanted payment holiday. I know some people, unfortunately, they lost their lives, their lives. But it was coming to do something good to some of us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Then now, we don't want it. That's why now we are chasing it away now. Say, okay, the effect of it, it must loosen up. Because 2021 is going to be a different... Already, let me tell you, in spirit, we are not going to wait for 2021 and begin to talk about 2021 and 2021. On the spirit, we are preparing it now. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. In the spirit, we are preparing it when? Now. This is what you must be. I, I, I usually tell you that you must be in charge. It's part of being in charge. It's when you are a principality. When you are a principality, you do something like this. You control things. You manipulate things as a principality. I once told you that Abraham was a principality. Elijah was a principality. Many men of God were the principality of the light. There's the principality of the kingdom of darkness. When I talk about spiritual growth, I want you to, I say that I want you to be a principality. Even principality of your family, principality of your village, principality of your country, principality of the whole world. Because you become an authority in the, in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, I'm telling you, um, this is one thing also I got in the spirit when we were in prayer that many things in 2021 are going to be easy and many promises are going to be fulfilled in 2021. Many promises are going to be fulfilled. But one thing that you don't have to lose is the pace. What is the pace I'm talking about? It's a pace of the word. It's a pace of prayer. It's a... uh, uh, which, which, Which one is the loud, loud speaker now? I'm talking about things, the spiritual things now, and somebody's phone is on the loudspeaker. Why? Hallelujah. Amen. Then 2021, but God is saying that our pace is important so that you can be able to experience what heaven on earth. What is the place I'm talking about? A pace of prayer, a pace of fellowshipping with God. A pace of spending time with God. A pace of the word of God. So God said that even when many promises are about to be fulfilled, don't let that go. Don't forget who makes you to prosper. Don't forget who is making things to, to be wonderful and all that. It is God. Then that means our part, we must not stop. And actually, I, I begin to saw how I'm going to also accelerate in many things that I'm, gonna, I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to do personally. I was giving him a covenant that I said, if you do this, I will do this part. And I will do it from, the, from that time on. When it begins to happen, maybe he will allow me to say that part of mine. But now I'm not gonna, I'm not, it's not for, it's just for me and God. But what am I trying to say? I'm talking about already we are preparing our 2021. 
We are not supposed to wait until it's 2021 and now we are begin to say, oh, okay, what is going to happen? No, no, we're not, we're not the type. We must determine how it must be now. I know in the beginning of January, we are going to also to, to put in some program. This is a program to download the whole year from above. We're going to download it from, the, from above. That's going to happen at the beginning of January when you approach it. Don't worry about it. That is in place. And we're gonna, we know we're gonna determine how the whole year will end. We're gonna determine it. We are not the one who, who react when things happen. Say, no, we want to repair. God, do that. Uh-uh. We determine and things unfold according to the way we say that it must happen. That's how we are. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Amen. Then my message for you and for me also I'm giving this is very very much important message I'm giving us this evening the pace the pace of prayer the pace of spending time of the presence of God the pace of giving the pace of everything all the measures we put in place that is going to be important going forward. Otherwise, other many other things, don't worry about it. There are results. If you do certain stuff, certain stuff are results. You don't worry about it. It automatically happens. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then we ought, to happen, we ought to focus on what? On our input. And other things will fall into place automatically. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody or I'm talking to one or two people, three people. You know, I always, I, I, I enjoy, you know, when we're in the service where I can hear each other. That's what I want. That's what I want. When I'm talking to one person, two people, I don't like it. That's why I'm not doing this thing on Facebook because I don't want to talk to people that I can't see. I can't hear. I don't want, and I don't want people who, when I'm, God is giving them something on Facebook. They think uh, we are playing. I leave them. I say, this is thing I enjoy. This thing is wonderful. We're going to enjoy it ourselves. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. I'm saying that our prayers are powerful. Our prayers are what are precious. If somebody, you, you give them that prayer and they say, ah, this prayer is too small, this prayer, can it work? Say, don't worry, I will, I will use it my prayer. This is my prayer, I know it works. Let me use it myself. Because these prayers do what? They work. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. These prayers, they don't need anybody to say that whether these prayers work. They work, they will be working for us. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Anyway, there I'm just passing by. Let us begin with the program of tonight. Let us get ready to sing for God. Let us get ready to worship God tonight, wherever you are. Mendele Brojanta Labazon Taraba. So we learn in Zimbabwe. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Sing it again. Thank you. 
worship you, Lord. We Father, we worship you. We adore you. We give you all the glory, all the honor. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Tonight we're going to have the word of God and the word of testimony. But before we go there, I just want to clarify this. You know, let me tell you what happened when I pray for the sick. When I pray for the sick, I see that sickness in the spirit. If I see that sickness in the spirit, it can't survive. It's finished. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. In the spirit, I see it. It's like if I'm praying for any demon to come out. If I have to deal with any demon. If I see that demon in the spirit, I finish it. Doesn't even need for me for one hour, for thirty minutes, one shot. That demon dies. I destroyed. It's like that. Then tonight, why is it so special when I'm talking about COVID nineteen? It's because for the first time, you know, when God wants to deal with something, sometimes He He will give His expression to me, and I feel that how this thing is interfering now is in my plans and all that. And I, I begin to see it in the spirit. The way I see when I'm dealing with sickness, when I'm praying for sickness, I saw it. And I, I saw that when the power of God was destroying it. And I saw, if I see it in the spirit, no more problem. That's what I saw now today when, I, when we were in prayer, that time of prayer. Amen. And that's what I'm talking about. That, that Even the regulation, I begin to see them in the spirit. I saw the power of God destroying. Then that's why I said, after that, what I'm saying, I'm saying because of this. Otherwise, I was not going to say what I said. Amen. Anyway, let us go to the word of God. Amen. 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 Our testimony reads as follows. Lady healed of arthritis of nine years. This morning, lady just got healed of arthritis of nine years during prayer over the phone. Even her private part was itching. She said over the past nine years she has been to Sangomas, doctors, even spent sometimes three months at the hospital, but nothing changed. But as the man of God, Pastor Robert, prayed for her over the phone, immediately her legs were healed. Private part was healed instantly in Jesus' name. Glory Amen. to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows every morning at 7 a.m. From Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. We then have our even, our midday service at 5 to 12. Then we have our evening service at half past six every night. Our midnight prayer starts at uh, 5 to 12 every night. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offerings, the bank details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. And we are also encouraged to share the video testimonies on different Facebook groups. Amen. Amen. We will get the word of God from the book of John, chapter 5, from verse 39, NIV. John 5, from verse 39, it says, You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. I do not accept glory from human beings, but I know you. 
I know what to do. I know that you do not have the love of God in your heart. I have come in my Father's name and you do not accept me. But if someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. But do not think I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom your hopes are set. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. Amen. 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 Let us go through the word of God together tonight from the book of John chapter 5 from verse number 39. The Bible reads as follows. You study the scriptures diligently because you think in them you have eternal life. These are very scriptures that testify about me. Remember, the one who is talking here is Jesus Christ. Jesus said that these, um, these are the Jewish people who were into deep Judaism, and he was not talking to anybody. He was talking to leaders. As he was talking to the leaders of Judaism, then he told them that you diligently, you, you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them, you have eternal life. These very scriptures testifies about me. He's saying that these very scriptures is talking about Jesus. Because one thing that we have to understand about the scriptures, the word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, I know they, it, here and there it talks about many other things. But the word of God itself is a story and is talking to us about one person, Jesus Christ. It's a revelation of one man, Jesus Christ, from Genesis to Revelation. But it's not something that when you try to study the scriptures, you can see. You can't see that. Some people like these Jewish leaders, they have studied this word of God sometimes, you know. They used to even write the scriptures in the in the clothes that they wear. Even they were, the scriptures were posted in their door frames. That's for how far they were. They, these scriptures were all over because they were trying to fulfill what Moses talked about and what um, Joshua talked about, that uh, this book of the law, meditate upon it day and night. Day and night, so that you may be prosperous and successful wherever you go. It was an instruction of the Old Testament. Even when you go to the book of Deuteronomy, you find it that the Bible says that if you can carefully obey this law that I'm giving you today, you will be successful wherever you go, you will be prosperous wherever you go. Then what they were trying to do, by all means, they were trying to, to know the scriptures as the Lord required, but not knowing what the scriptures talked about. Not knowing that what was it really talking about? What was the revelation about? Then many people, sometimes they've studied the word of God, but never had the revelation thereof. When they've memorized it, when they've studied it, but they did not have the revelation thereof. But um, in this time, we could understand why they did not have the revelation thereof, because um, they were not born again. That's first number one. They're not born again. They don't have the Holy Ghost. They're not having the Holy Spirit in them. Then they were studying it with their own intellect, trying to study it, trying to memorize it with their own effort. But when somebody matter on the Word of God like that, meditate upon the Word of God like that, without the Holy Spirit, yes, they will meditate upon it, but they will not have revelation. Because meditation must bring a revelation to the child of God who have got the Holy Spirit, who have got the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost is the greatest teacher, is the greatest revealer, is the one who makes us to understand the mind of God, who is the one who makes us understand the word of God, even to understand the deep things of God. We have talked about it over and over again. That the Holy Spirit is the one who's the greatest revealer, but 
them they did not have the holy spirit by them they were not born again they did of course by this time nobody knew and understand what to be born again is except Amen. jesus christ himself in such a way that some of the things even when jesus christ was talking about by his time when he was in this world he talked about them and when he talked about them sometimes even his disciples were walking with him eating with him sleeping with him they could not know what he's talking about they got puzzled until the day that he died and came back to life and he began to impart to them the holy spirit once they had the holy spirit they could begin to have a bit of understanding of the spiritual things that Jesus Christ was talking about but other than the holy ghost the holy spirit nobody could make sense the word of god nobody could understand the word of god then that's why jesus christ here is talking to these jewish teachers jewish leaders and he say that you study the scriptures tondee the phone is on the loudspeaker and i can hear it he clearly hear you when you are greeting bramos They, they you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life these are the very scriptures that testifies about me. you know these scriptures they were talking about Jesus Christ hallelujah amen when they were talking about Jesus um they could not know what these scriptures were talking about even when Jesus Christ himself came was born you know let's listen to this one very carefully these scriptures talked about Jesus Christ before he was born before he came in flesh in this world that's why we've got prophecies about him before he was born Isaiah prophesied about it Moses prophesied about it Micah prophesied about it many even David prophesied about the coming of Jesus Christ that the messiah is going to come the savior is going to come but all of them even the jewish leaders they were waiting for the messiah to come they were waiting for the messiah to come for years they were hoping that one day jesus christ or oh, the messiah will come but they did not have the revelation to recognize him even though the time for his coming has arrived he has come they were still holding on to the scriptures studying the scriptures hoping for the messiah to come not knowing that by this time he has come and he was talking to them wow look at that That's why Jesus said you study the scriptures diligently because you think in them there is God eternal life. These very scriptures are testifying they are talking about me that's what Jesus Christ is saying. The word of God is saying that the whole Bible the whole word of God Jesus said is all about me is all about him is all about him. but because of lack of revelation the word himself he stood before them the word himself began to talk to them they thought it was an ordinary man they thought he was the son of mary the son of joseph and remember a few days ago we were talking about when jesus christ began to tell them that um I'm representing the father and all that. And the Bible said that when he talks about to them like that they were offended. They was ah you listen to him so they say listen to him now. He's even comparing himself with God. Oh. Not knowing that he's not comparing himself with God. He was God and is God. Hallelujah. What was the problem? The problem was lack of the Holy Spirit and lack of revelation. Now, this Jewish um Jewish people 
who are now in Judaism, we called it Judaism because they believe in the Old Testament, the whole of it, but they don't believe in the New Testament at all because they don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. They were studying the scriptures because they think that in the scriptures there is life. They thought that in the scriptures there is life. Not knowing that the life in the, sp- in the scriptures is personified, is a person. The life in the scriptures, it is Jesus himself. No wonder he has said that Jesus Christ said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the life. Then they are looking for the life. They are looking for the life. Not knowing that this, the life in the scriptures is a person. It can be personified. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. Through him all things were made, without him there was nothing that would have been made. Not knowing that the word is a person. The life in the scriptures is a person. And that person is Jesus. And now he was talking to them. And now he was before them. They did not know. They, are still, they were still searching. You know, they were looking for something that was there. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. They were looking for something that now it was what? It was there. It was personified. Jesus Christ, it was not the matter that he's going to come. Now Jesus Christ has come. Now Jesus Christ is standing with them. Now Jesus Christ is talking with them. But, oh, because of the lack of the Holy Spirit, they are blind. When somebody does not have the Holy Ghost, that person is blind. Cannot see something like this. Cannot make sense something like this, which is clear. Imagine, Jesus, God is talking to them, saying, I am he. Hey, I'm telling you, even what he have said, he knew that they will, they will not take what you are saying. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. But I've talked about it a few days ago that uh, he knew that they don't have the capacity to receive what he's talking about. But he was talking to us. So that today you may know that, okay, that there is the life in the spirit, is, in the scriptures is what? It's Jesus Christ. His internal life in the scriptures. When you are studying the word of God, when you are paging the word of God, when you are looking for the, for the word of God, you must be looking for a person who is Jesus. Amen. In the scriptures, there is life. In the scriptures, there is God. There is Jesus. But don't look at if there is another life which is not Christ. There is another life which is not Jesus. As you are studying the word, as you are listening to the word, as you are meditating upon the word, you must be knowing that in the word there is life personified which is Jesus. Hallelujah. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. I am enjoying the word of God. I am enjoying the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 40, the Bible says that. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. That is Jesus Christ. Jesus Jesus said that I am the life. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Bernard, are you there? Bernard? Bernard, you just entered now. Can you hear me? He just left. Okay. Hallelujah. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. Listen to this one. Okay. You know what they've been looking for? What they've been looking for? 
when they were studying the scriptures, they were looking for Jesus. They did not know. They were studying, looking for Jesus. They did not know. Amen. Jesus Christ came and talked with them. He stood before them and is trying to show them the way that I am what they've been looking for. Yet, because of lack of revelation, they could not understand. Amen. They could not know. Now, because they lack revelation of who Jesus Christ is, they could not even go to him. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. They could not accept him as their Lord and their Savior. They could not accept him as their master because of lack of revelation. Then listen to this one very carefully. Many people, they don't accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior because of what? Of lack of revelation. Lack of revelation. If anybody could find out that what they are looking for in their life is Jesus. You know, sometimes people will think, oh, I'm looking for a job. I'm looking for a car. I'm looking for a house. I'm looking for money. Not knowing that what they are looking for is a person, is Jesus. No wonder the Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33. Seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you as well. All these things shall come after you as well. Once you have found a person, and that person is Jesus Christ. Amen. Then some people in life, they are chasing for one thing after another. They are looking for this. They are looking for that. Not knowing that, they are looking for Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's just that by his time when he was alive like this, it was so hard to accept it. Why? They were seeing Jesus Christ in person. They were like, it's like the same thing that we talked about the other day. When Jesus Christ said that um, I am the bread of life, anyone who does not eat, or eat of me, they don't have life in them. You know, imagine they were seeing him today. Okay, we know that this is the Holy Community is talking about the bread, it's talking about the wine or the, or the juice, whatever it is. But in their day, when they say, unless you drink my blood, they could see him in flesh. And they were like, they were offended when he says something like that. And the Bible said that instead of even many disciples, they left him because they thought, ah, now we, are, now we are supposed to eat his flesh. We are supposed to eat, drink his blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it was like that. It was like that. When he said that, what you are looking for, it is him. He is salvation. He is the author of salvation. Amen. But they could not accept him. Bernard, are you there? Bernard in Kenya, I'm talking to you. Can you talk to me back? Bernard, talk to me. He's, he left. And, you know, I, I, I want to tell, that's why I, I want to talk to him because every time he's coming, I know we are in different time zones, but I want him to synchronize his time to attend the service in time. It can't be every day. Hallelujah. Okay. Yet you refuse to come to me and have life. He was having life. He was what they were looking for. Like many people today. Many people of today, they are looking for one thing or another. But they don't know that they are looking for Jesus. You know, this was when I was still uh, very young. When uh, I, just, I just said that this is the time when the Lord has revealed himself to me. When I was going to begin to walk with him. It was revealed to me that this life is all about one person, which is Jesus Christ. 
It was, that was the first revelation, one of the first revelations. That this life is all about one person, is Jesus Christ. And Jesus revealed that actually everyone in this life, they have to meet him. That's why we're here in this life. Amen. This is what it's all Amen. about. If anybody can enter the world and check out of this world and leave this world and die without accepting Jesus Christ, their life is a failure. No matter how many cars they have, no matter how much money they have in their bank account. Because this life is all about Jesus. Amen. When it's all about Jesus, Jesus is something, is someone that everyone, it is compulsory that in this life, everybody must meet they are God, they are Lord, they are Savior. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's one thing Amen. that it was my basic revelation that this life is all about Jesus. Amen. We are here to meet one person. Just that many people, they don't have revelation. They think this life is all about many other things of this world. No! This life is only about one person. It's all about Jesus. But to know that, to accept that, it is not obvious. It needs revelation. The Bible says that there was a man after when Jesus Christ rose up from the dead. Jesus Christ has just come back from the dead. He came to the place where there was his disciples and um, he said, okay, I'm alive, I'm not dead. He said, I'm alive, I'm not dead. The Bible says that his disciples, some of them were still doubting. And said, hey, you think I'm, I'm, I'm not the ghost. There was a fish somewhere. He said, give me the fish. And he gave them the fish and he ate that. You see, the ghost cannot, does not have, does, cannot eat the fish like this. And the Bible says that there was a man by the name of Thomas. Thomas was a doubter. Thomas was doubting. And the Bible said that Jesus said, okay, take, bring your finger, Thomas, put your finger on the holes, Amen. on the holes of his hands, on the side. The Bible said that, Thomas said that, oh, my God, oh, my Lord and my God. He began to have the revelation. When he did that, his eyes opened. He realized, what? what? Why am I doubting? Jesus Christ is the Lord. He died. He came back to life. Amen. Then sometimes it's the same thing. Some people, they need that revelation. That's why the preaching of the gospel is very, very much important. Amen. So that the scales can be taken out from their eyes. So that they can be able to see that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. He's the author of life. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the Omega. Then when he's talking here, they could not apprehend it. It was too much for them. They could not understand it. They could not apprehend it. That Jesus Christ is what? He's the cis God. He's, you know, when we, when, when we try to say that he's the son of the living God, is just to make things understandable of the time, but he is more than the he is God. That's why he was saying what he was saying that yet you refuse to come to me to have life. He have got life. He have got everything that pertaineth unto life. That's why we are supposed to cling to him. We are supposed to live by him and live for him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful Jesus. Can you say Lord Jesus? Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I love you so much. I love, I love you so much. much. I worship you. I worship you. This life is all about Jesus. If this life is all about Jesus, even after when you have accepted him as your Lord and your Savior, you have to live for him. That's all you need. It's all we need. 
He's everything that pertaineth unto life. Then this, he's trying to tell them that, but they could not get it. You refuse to come to me to have life. That's what Jesus Christ was saying. They refuse to come to him. To them, you know, they were distracted by what they see. You know, because Jesus as God, he is more spiritual than physical. And he's more acceptable when he is in his nature of God, spiritual. Let me give you an example. The Bible says that in the book of Revelation, the Bible says that when Jesus Christ appeared to John, Oh, I like that description. I want, uh, let us, can you go to the book of Revelation chapter 1? You have this revelation, uh, this description of Jesus Christ. You would then realize that Jesus Christ is God. He's not an ordinary person. But if he can appear on that form, it will be easy for everybody to accept that he what? He's God. But if you appear as a human being, it was hard for anybody to accept him because by the cost of the nature that he was appearing, Hallelujah. Revelations chapter 1. Can we go to to verse number 14? The Bible says that. The hair of his head was as white as wool. As white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes was and his eyes were like blazing fire. That's what the Bible said. In his eyes, they were like blazing fire. You could tell that he's already in man. You can see that blazing fire in his eyes. This is where this is the nature that John saw he it as is in heaven. This is not the nature that he, he was when he was walking in this world. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says. Verse number 15. His feet were like bronze glowing in the furnace. His voice was like a sound of rushing waters. And his right hand has seven stars coming out of his mouth was sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like a, the sun shining in all its bright brilliance. The Bible says his face was like a shining star, shining a sun. That's how shining it was, it is today. You know, let me tell you this. Listen to this one very carefully. You know, there's photos that we have seen that they told us this is the photos of Jesus Christ. They were trying to symbolize Jesus Christ when he was still in this world. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not Jesus Christ on his glory. In his glory, a bit like what you heard, what John saw, that his face is shining like sun. Like sun. If you see Jesus Christ like this, you will easily say, oh yeah, this is God. There's no a natural man like this. Like what the Bible talks about, what happened in the mountain of transfiguration. The Bible said that he transfigured. He began to reveal his glory to his three disciples who went with him to the mountain. The Bible says that when he transfigured, his clothes began to tend to be as white. And it was glorious on that mountain. And Papa God appeared with the cloud. When Papa God appeared with the cloud, and Papa God said, this is my son whom I loveth. And I'm well pleased. Listen to him. But he was appearing in his what? In his glory. When he appeared as a man, it it was it needed revelation for us, even for those people to understand that he's not what? He's not an ordinary person, he's God. Today, let me tell you this. In many Muslim countries nowadays. Sometimes there are some places where the gospel have not reached. There are some places where the gospel have not ever been preached. If anybody becomes even a Christian on that, on that place, they kill those people because they don't want Christians at all. Then it is hard, even the government on that side of the country, or of the country, they've said that they, they do, they said this is an Islamic country. If anybody becomes a Christian there, it can, they can even be, be jailed. 
in the Middle East, there are places like that. Some, they get beheaded in Iraq, in Iran. They get even beheaded. Then there's no way to preach the gospel. You, you, you think our, in our countryside, you can preach everywhere. Oh, this is freedom. On that side, it is hard to hear the gospel like this. They've heard about Jesus in Quran. They've never heard about Jesus Christ in the Bible because the Bible is not allowed. To some of them, it's an offense to talk about Jesus. It's an offense to preach a gospel of Christ Jesus. People get arrested. People get killed in that person. It, what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about tribulation days. I'm talking about what is happening today in some countries. It's a reality. Then sometimes and most of the time to the people like that, Jesus Christ, he appeared to them. And he appeared to them so that they can see him in his glory. And then this Muslim, they get converted after when they have that encounter with Christ. Then the reason why you don't hear about Jesus Christ appearing in our places is because here we have got a freedom of gospel. He's, whenever he's been preached, he's appearing. Anybody just have to accept Jesus Christ like that. But in the hard places like that, I, I, I have heard the story of this woman when she was explaining how Jesus Christ appeared in her room. When he appeared in her room, she, because she was a Muslim, her parents were Muslim. On this part, this is Pakistan. You know, I've got a friend who's in Pakistan, in Karachi. This other time, their church was bombed. Many people died in their church because they were Christians, but Muslims. Then <laughs> he wanted me to come to Pakistan, you know. I wanted me to come, and I did not want to go there yet because you must be ready there because it's, it, it's not as easy to preach as like this. Christians are being killed, like I said. Then this lady, she tells, she tells the story when Jesus Christ appeared and said, that, no, I'm the son of God. And after when she had an encounter, she was born again. But her family rejected her because she was born again. She was, she was rejected because she accepted Jesus. But listen to this one. She did not just accept the gospel when it was being preached. Jesus had to appear based on the strict of the laws of the country and the religion. That's why he had to appear because otherwise they were going to die and go to hell. They're going to hell because of that. And she ended up running away from her country and all that. And until um, one day I will tell you the whole story. I'll make you to listen to her story. Very, very powerful story. It will change your life. I've got it. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, what I'm trying to say to you, in a certain instant, it is easy when Jesus Christ has appeared to you, so that to, for you to believe to me that he is God. But to some people like this, whom they were seeing him in flesh, they were not seeing him supernatural, they were seeing him in flesh, and they were like, ah, oh, no, no. Hey, no, no, you are saying that you are God. You are saying that you are the son of God. Then they were offended. And that's when they were now thinking, okay, it's better to kill him, not knowing that he was here to die or anyway to be crucified. Hallelujah. Amen. But in certain instances, even today, he's still appearing in his glory, like on those countries. Many people. Anyway, I don't want to go much there because of time. I want you to begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Mandala bazontara bazontala bayandala ba. Mandala brozantara bajantala bazonde. Mandala brozantala bajadara ba. Mantaka pasiantala bazonde. Mayandara bazandala bazandara ba. Mayandala bazontara bayande. Mayantaka bazontoroboshiantalaba. Manda bajanda. 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 Manda b
Oh, 